gentlemen, you wanted the best, you got the best. In strong language and adult content, the hottest podcast in the world. Slowly, we rock. Welcome to Slow We Rock, Metal and Rock's dumbest and funnest podcast. Yeah. I'm your host, James. I'm with Dan Hello. and Lewis. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, that, yeah that, was, that was a prompt. Good. I know, right? <laughs> Succinct. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. New dawn for uh, Slow We Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Pure efficiency, no tangents, uh, straight business. Yeah, yes. speaking of which, by the way, this cup of tea I've got. Um, no, I'm joking. That was just like a tangent. <laughs> um, how are you all doing today? Fine. Wet. Yeah, right. I thought like on the last episode, we were probably talking about how muggy and warm it was, right? Mm. And now we're talking about how wet it is. Yeah. So for any of our overseas listeners, welcome to the UK, because yeah. it's just constantly back and forth and crap like this. But luckily, I, it's still muggy. So yeah. at least it's raining and warm. Yeah, I think and the gross. technical term on the BBC weather report is fucking miserable. So <laughs> yeah, look out for that if you come over here to our fine island. <laughs> yeah, I, I kept thinking like after this, maybe I'll go to the gym. I looked out the window, I was like, I'm not even walk. I don't want to walk Absolutely anywhere. Not. Yep, yeah. I looked out the window and took the gym gear out my bag immediately. Got some hammer and nails, batting down the hatches. Yeah. <laughs> How have you all been? What have you been up to today? I've just been playing computer games this morning uh what about you dan what have you been up to uh same played the new spider-man uh, nice. a bit of it. it's oh, very funny i really uh, want it j jonah oh, jameson oh, is a oh. is now a conspiracy theorist like an alex jones type which is very funny isn't he kind of what i get kind of like a podcaster in it yeah they, they come in oh, podcasts yeah nice. they're like podcast episodes that play i've only had one but uh this is literally the first five minutes of the game you get one and he's literally like taking callers who are trying to defend spider-man <laughs> he's, he's basically like a Alex Jones type, um, you know, conspiracy theorist. Yeah, I don't really in, want to in, talk about Alex Jones. Though. Yeah, <laughs> don't give him any airtime. Infinity. Yeah, well, this, this, but he's, this uh, is the only podcast he's on that's on anything mainstream. Just mentioning. Oh him. yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get ourselves banned. He's been now, rightly booty, booted off everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but no, that's been very fun. But apart from that, I've had a very quiet morning. What about you? Uh, I so me and Kiz, my missus, are currently in the process of buying a house. Congratulations! Ooh. Thank you. It's very exciting. Uh, so today we had to set up a joint account. And I won't say which bank it was, uh, because it was a surreal experience. <laughs> yeah. We were there for an hour and a half. Um, was it a wacky bank? <laughs> <laughs> I did question the name. Oh, no, yeah, you should have, really that should have been the first giveaway. Yeah. But um, uh, the people that were in the meeting scheduled after us had pulled out of it. Like, man, bullet dodge there. Uh, the, the guy was a, a bit of a character. He was a really nice dude. Hmm. Pretty off the wall. In what uh, way? I can't imagine what an off-the-wall like, like well, bank accountant would be like. It's the last thing you expect in a bank, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. One of the first things that he asked us was whether we're planning on getting a dog or a cat. And those were the options. And <laughs> that was it, yeah. No fish. We said, we no said oh, we might get a dog down the line. And then he spent maybe 10 minutes convincing us to get a cat. Oh, hang on. This has nothing to do with house stuff, is it? <laughs> just your bank. Sorry, I just realised it's just your joint bank account. Well, yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's even more insane. When you were ta- yeah. Um, what did you say? Because you get weird people who are like, I'm not going to sell this house to anyone who's a cat owner. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. If I meet these people, they come see the house for a cat owner. No, I only want a dog owner to inherit, you know, to buy this house off me. It was weird. Um, and then he mentioned the people 
after us that were booked in. And I don't know, we'll call, uh, we'll, I don't know, make up a name. John and Jane Smith. Yeah, cool. Yeah, or, go, like yeah. Gene Simmons or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. J-E-A-N <laughs> yeah. Simmons. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah. So uh, I was like, that's a good job they pulled out in the meeting after us. And he was like, yeah. So thank you, John Smith. <laughs> and then there was a bit of, kind of nervous after I was like, I don't think you should have said that, mate. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, no, no, probably shouldn't. No, I guess you've done the GDPR stuff. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. And he went, okay, well, sorry, Mr. Smith. <laughs> I was like, well, now, now I definitely know the yeah. name you said. <laughs> yeah, that's just reinforced it. And then he turns around and he's like, it's fine. No, we've been really, really strict on it here. He's like, so I've got to make sure this cabinet's shut all the time because it's full of customer data. And then... <laughs> then he realised it was unlocked and open. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then he's like, cool, I've got to go and uh, make some scans of your passports and everything. I was like, you're not going to share those with other people, right? <laughs> yeah, you say that. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Did you consider any other banks during this meeting? <laughs> oh, the whole way through. I mean, the fact that he ignores GDPR means that he knew he was ignoring it, well, presumably. I, th- I think he maybe like was just making a little joke and then realised that oh. we were like, Oh, sure. no, dude, you shouldn't have given us your customer <laughs> details. Um, so, we, we, yeah, when we got in, um, first thing he does is gets all of Kizzy's information up, and it's just on the screen in front of us. He's just going through all of her accounts. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's fine with me being there. Yeah. But, like, not once. It's like, do you mind if this other guy who has nothing to do with your account has a look at anything? Nope. <laughs> yeah, because at some point you say, so you actually, actually, maybe we won't here. do a joint bank account. Yeah. You convinced us not to do it. Yeah, yeah, you convinced yeah. us it's a terrible idea. We're <laughs> so, going to go our separate ways. It was... Yeah, it's interesting. So um, that took a long time. Yeah, I try and spend as little time as possible in the bank. Like when I, I tried. Actually, when, yeah, when I actually <laughs> finally managed to get all of like my online banking sorted, like after various like, like hey, these pa- you've never sent me the password reset and all these login details that I meant to have never worked and all of this that and the other, I finally got it going, got the app downloaded, and have never been into the bank since. Yeah, it's amazing. Isn't it's it? been yeah. an absolute joy. <laughs> but but I get I- like updates like on with my uh, bank on the app. It's like a Oh, yeah, money advisor thing. It's like, you spent more money than you did last month. Like, okay, I, I could. T- <laughs> what, what are you trying to tell me? I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, bank. Yeah, cheers. Like, you ate out more this month. You spent more money on food than you do normally. <laughs> like, are you suggesting I go on a diet? Or are you like, what kind of advice is it? Are you saying I spend less money on food? Like, how do I live? What? Sound financial advice. And it's weird that it said, we're worried about you, Jim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Jim, what's going on? Maybe you should actually come in and have a <laughs> chat with us. We're worried about you, comma, Jim. You need to gym. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, eating exactly. too much. Yeah. You were in the supermarket and you got messages that said, put the sausages back. <laughs> <laughs> actually, we watched the Pizza game. Pizza again this week, James. <laughs> we watched the game with uh, Michael Douglas last I've night. I've never seen that. Oh, I keep meaning to. It's all right. I really enjoy I look, it. I, it's like I've seen every David Fincher movie apart from that one. It's really good, but I could completely see the banks becoming yeah. <laughs> just these absolute tormenting apps. Like. So yeah, so there you go. There's business news. Nice, yeah. That's what people come here for. Yeah, it's exactly. Exactly, yeah. Um, speaking of hot news. Yeah. Um, I thought you had oh. a segue. Yeah, I thought you had a segue for this. Oh, no, no. Ah, oh, Jim, no. I had a segue. Okay. So you boys have seen Ghost recently. Yes, we, yes have. we have. Okay, I guess we're going to talk about our, like, week or two in rock and metal. Yeah. yeah. Dan and I went to see Ghost at the Royal Albert Hall in London. Was that the segue? Sorry. 
Do you mean ghost chilies? Oh, right, yeah. I forgot that was the name of them. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were actually a pretty good was, segue. Was that a hot segue? Yeah, that wasn't too bad, actually. Cool, because the ghost chili pepper's nowhere near as hot as what I've got for you, Jim. Fucking hell. <laughs> I can't. Can I just take a photo of what you've got Wait, what? in? Oh, you've actually got it in a... In a container. No, he's got what I would describe as a Victorian poison vial. <laughs> um, let me just... I thought it could be fun to hear about ghost once you've eaten a Carolina Reaper chili, <laughs> which is the hottest chili on the planet. Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> I saw a bag of these on your desk or your teammate's desk at work. And yes. my first thought, because I could just... I thought they were like um, sweets, like strawberries. You know, we, no, we've tried selling them to people. Might have been a horrible mistake. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. It, for... <laughs> and then when I actually, when I heard about you eating them, and uh, I just googled what they look like, and they genuinely look like death personified. Like if you could look at death in a plant form, it would either be like a Venus flytrap, or one of these like shriveled sons yeah. of bitches. Well, that's why they're called reapers because they've got a little hook um, on the bottom of them. That oh, looks is a bit it? like a scythe. Oh, nice. Uh, that's why they called them that. Yeah. I thought it was just because they were deadly hot. And that as well. I mean, I feel like you should have a name that's going to warn you. Do you want to, should, we, should we get a live unopening? This is our unboxing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't open your eyes. I was expecting the chanting. So, because you guys tried these. Just like the end of Raiders of Lost Ark. <laughs> you guys tried these earlier in the... I tried a very small bit of one. Yes. And how much did you have of one? Uh, I would say about this much in total. Okay. I wouldn't eat the whole Don't eat one. a whole one. Whatever okay. you do. We had to put someone in a taxi home. Uh, we had to pay for their food because they couldn't function like a human. Have yeah. you, have you Someone else ordered them since... the Uber. Oh yeah, we checked in on him on Friday. Yeah. Uh, we won't be specific, but he's fine now. Don't, uh, don't touch your beepers either. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never washed my hands more thoroughly than... <laughs> no, because I, I, I looked in the bag before going to the... T- on Friday before going to the toilet yeah. and I washed my hands before using the toilet and then afterwards, obviously. Um, but then... I still felt slightly weird. Like I was, con- <laughs> yeah. like, if my eyes felt like a little bit sore or tired or anything like that, mm. or like my fingers were tingling or something, I was, I was actually, I had like, you're aware of I had it, pe- aren't you? I had pepper paranoia. Pepper paranoia. Yeah, yeah. I was convinced that. <laughs> yeah. the least successful children's show. <laughs> <laughs> Is it where what, we just make sure and eat ghost peppers? Um, <laughs> well, that, I mean, you could. No, it's a spin-off of Peppa Pig where she joins the FBI and. <laughs> Investigate it basically X Files, but for kids. X Files, Peppa Pig. Yeah, I thought it'd be because everyone likes hearing about gigs. Yeah, but I want to be the first podcast that hears about gigs through a man in quite a lot of pain. This is so this is gonna be a bit like the Hot Wings Challenge. This is metal as fuck. Or Hot yeah. Pepper Gaming. Yeah, Hot, Hot Pepper Gaming. <laughs> I actually bought like two liters of or two ga- liters gallons, six pints of milk. Did you actually? Oh, actually? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But the problem was because we are at work the people at work ate them while we were at the pub a lot of men ended up with a belly full of chilli beer and then milk sloshing around as well perfect which I think it finished people off even more it's the um, holy trinity of vomiting I guess <laughs> once more into the breach uh, wish bottoms me luck. up yeah, yeah. good luck um, sure but also at least you're yeah. at home we're recording this at James's house so that we, he can just you know die quietly I can smell that from here. Yeah. <laughs> That's like releasing some kind of uh, vapor. Oh boy. You, you feel it straight away. Yep. Yeah. It just gets right. hotter though. So, how was Ghost? <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> no. I don't know why he's being so shy. Oh man, it's hit the back of my throat now as well. Yeah. <laughs> First, it's just like it the tongue. Then, when you start to swallow yep. it, and it's starting to go down the back of my throat. Oh, I'm obviously going to hit my belly. Oh man. Okay, Ghost. Um, <laughs> Wipe the sweat from my brow. (laughs) 
Well done. <laughs> okay, so it was so, a weekend before last. Yeah, we, two yeah. weeks ago, me and Dan went to <laughs> went to the Robert Hall. Why are you being so weird about this? <laughs> oh, <I don't> know. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out all the talk about the chili. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just well, Jim, Jim's getting weird. Very emotional. Very <laughs> so yeah, Ghost uh, announced like a few random European dates as part of the sort of uh, beginning of their new tour cycle for prequel. Great album. Uh, yeah, incredible album. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> one of them was the Royal Albert Hall yeah, in London. <laughs> um, again, I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't know why he's been like this. Uh, <laughs> uh, and one of the shows at Royal Albert Hall, like um, I was in London at the time and planning to like wake up and get tickets uh, and I overslept. Ooh. I completely forgot because I was staying at my sister's house. I was going to visit um, for my mum's birthday celebration, big family trip. Staying at my sister's, and <laughs> it was like boiling hot, and so I had to have the window wide open. But like there was these Australians going absolutely crazy, partying till about four in the morning as well outside in the garden. Oh, so blimey. I didn't get like any <laughs> sleep whatsoever. Crikes! So um, by the time they actually had to get up and go to work, and it kind of cooled down a little bit, it was probably about five in the morning. I just like started to go to sleep, then woke up, and then the group chat was going off. It was like, oh, there's like a queue of like. 500 people was trying to get tickets and I was like this isn't going to happen I was like 900 in the queue yeah digital, digital queue that is I was yeah. like guys I completely forgot I'm really sorry I'm not going to bother with this <laughs> you're, you're okay Jim yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I'm fine there's nothing wrong at all yeah because I'm a man I can handle my really hot chilies. I mean I just ate a breakfast pastry and I'm fine so I'm not quite <laughs> sure why you're being like this so right now I just want to say like my jaw chili up around here like I guess like my mandible Mm. that I'm starting to feel it there. It's like a kind of heat and it's hit, yeah. Back of my throat, underneath my jaw, it's just feeling really uncomfortable. And not to be too crude, but it's got to come out again at some point as well. I know, yeah. I know. Um, um, so anyway, yeah, so I completely forgot. And then, God bless Nelms. Hello. Because he actually managed to get two two tickets. Yep. Just to go through to pure luck, really. <laughs> yeah, I, I was in the queue for it and I just thought I'd better. I think you could only get... A maximum of four, two or four anyway. So I just grabbed two because I figure someone's going to want one because it's ghosts at Royal Albert Hall. Uh, just, uh, yeah, I just managed to get them. Just two. Huh? Just two tickets. Yeah, might I add. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was only two at a time. <laughs> yeah. um, That's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing sold out um, incredibly quickly. Uh, but the actual show was awesome. Like There was a whole bunch of us going. Um, some uh, bunch of friends coming up from like Exeter from for Milton Keynes and cool. a couple from Bristol as well so it was probably about say like eight of us all together give or take um, it was uh, I'd seen Ghost before I'd managed to see them a couple of times I saw them play the Bristol Academy so jealous of uh, that mm. off the back of their second album uh, on like a Metal Hammer sponsored tour it was the double headliner tour with Gojira and Ghost I, I think we spoke about this before yeah real Real back. weird mix, yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember, like, my housemate at the time was there with me, and he came to see Gojira, and he just could not get into Ghost at all. And he was like, "Okay, I want to leave now because I've just, like maybe I mean, four or five songs in Gojira." Yeah, Ghost are kind of the opposite. Of very that. different, both yeah. excellent bands, but uh, yeah, very Rip. different. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I wish I wish it was a video it's podcast like, so you could see the faces. So I just feel it's just like a constant <laughs> level of like uncomfortableness. Um, the chili, this is not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. I feel my 
my brow is sweaty. Like my face feels like bright red. Arms heavy. Arms heavy. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> and extra it, spicy spaghetti. Which is every time like I'm talking and I can ignore it, then I suddenly remember that like my throat is burning <laughs> and it comes back round again. Hmm. Like it's not. I mean, I've not eaten the whole thing. To be fair. I took a fair bit yeah, of it. Yeah, you had a good... About yeah. a third of it, I'd say. I, yeah. could, I could probably do a little bit more, but I'd, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But, um, <laughs> yeah, um, Royal Albert Hall is absolutely incredible venue. Mm. Like, I know it's nice, everyone's seen it like on the proms and stuff like that. Yeah. I think I'd only really noticed it because I happened to watch like a UK wrestling event on TV that was filmed at the Royal Albert Hall. Really? Was, yeah, I was like, this venue's way too fancy for wrestling. <laughs> yeah. um, so two things you think of with Royal Albert Hall, wrestling and uh, you heavy. Know, 70s heavy metal bands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 70s style heavy metal. Yeah. Um, now you have to talk for a bit, mate. <laughs> sure. uh, so I hadn't seen Ghost before at all. And um, I hadn't been to Royal Albert Hall before either. So yeah, well, I was even, I was even was, talking about the Royal Albert Hall. It was, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was quite the uh, double header for me. It was amazing. So I, I got into Ghost probably when the third album came out, I think. That's sort of, was that Infestorum? Uh, no, it's Meliora. Meliora. Okay, yeah. Yeah, cool. That's the second album. Right, okay. yeah. which is also excellent. I yes. mean, I think all four albums are excellent. Yeah. If you don't know, you should check them out. Um, yeah, in fact, for, for people who, aren't, who uh, are maybe not metalheads who listen, how would you guys describe Ghost as a band? I could just read their Wikipedia page, but I'd like to hear your description. I would say, like, sort of, some of it's, like, 70s heavy metal. And by that, I mean, like, uh, Deep Purple, Blue Oyster Cult, Black yeah. Sabbath. Yeah. Um, and then, sort of, the newer album is more... I would say sort of modern rock influenced. It still has a lot of the sort of 70s stuff. There's a lot more 80s. I would say so a lot of 80s, 80s stuff 80s. in there yeah. as well. Um, they also like, a bit like, in fact, probably how Kiss were perceived when they first came out. They they have a very distinctive look, but they don't sound anything like you think they would sound like from the look. Yeah. Um, they have, yeah. essentially, so just a quick rundown. The original singer of the band was a man named Papa Emeritus. So ghosts, like the first thing you'll notice about them is that they look like a satanic clergy. Yep. Like their front man, uh, the character Papa Emeritus, is like the anti-pope. He looks like a pope with like a sort of skull type face on it. It's on the him. darkest timeline Catholicism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if Catholicism was honest, basically. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, there you go. I know. We're going there. But I didn't actually mean to get all and political. They, there, but there you go. Uh, they got rid of him and replaced him with... Uh, and a more evil looking uh, yeah. singer called Papa Emeritus so who it's him dressed as like this kind of Pope type character and then they have a backing band of uh, musicians called Nameless Ghouls who all dress in black and wear these masks uh, which have their mouths kind of covered up like funeral so, masks aren't yeah they? yeah so they're like a kind of anonymous backing band it's just robes and stuff yeah awesome. and a really yeah. good way to describe them is it's, they're basically like a 70s 80s style rock band where every song is almost like a love letter to how to how much they love Satan yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Well, yeah. the first few albums are all about the birth of a new Antichrist, aren't they? Okay. Um, and then, yeah, the new one isn't so much, but it's still got lots of very good... So spirits. imagine, like, a lot of theatricality as well. Yes. Uh, like, the way the stage is decorated is, like, a big sort of altar with stained glass windows yeah. and things and like that. change the look for every show, so they'll have well, for every tour, so they'll have different funeral masks for the ghouls. Yeah. Because um, the old ones, I didn't think they could really sing through the masks, but on the new ones, they can. Okay. So I think that's... Big, the band's sort of slowly getting bigger and bigger with each tour as well. I think they had about eight members. Something like that, everything. yeah. So they've got like, um, they're like plague masks at the moment, is that right? Yeah, but sort of the mouths are sort of a bit more free for them to cool. do. Back yeah. in. And then, so yeah, Papa Emeritus 2 was replaced by a younger, sexier uh, <laughs> Pope, Papa Emeritus 3, yeah. who then 
uh, quite infamously was fired on stage at the end of their last album tour and was dra- literally dragged off of stage because um, they didn't want him in a band anymore. And yeah. now a, uh, a new singer is a, a chap called Cardinal Copia, who is somewhere between a your traditional sort of Catholic cardinal and sort of a gangster or a pimp. Yeah, it's like it makes you <laughs> um, feel like a kind of like, yeah, 19 sort of like 20s, 30s gangster. Yeah. And also he's got like a bit of a 70s porn stash thing going on yeah. as well. Like, <laughs> yeah. Thick, slick back hair. And, yeah. Uh, he's a bit, but, um, definitely Google them, but the easiest way yeah, to sort I think, of I mean, Yeah, it's so hard to describe. But yeah. like basically, yeah, because sort of a, a rock uh, band, very influenced by a lot of sort of 70s kind of rock, but also they brought in more of like an 80s sort of pop sound. Um, there's also like weird, weird it, like like every secretly every metal band is influenced by Depeche Mode. Yeah, like every Swedish rock band, yeah. a metal yeah. band, absolutely loves Depeche Mode. So that's an influence. There's like all sorts going on. But um, yeah, the second time I saw them was actually at Bloodstock Festival headlining, and cool. that for me was definitely when it all clicked. I think they are a band that are meant to be on a bigger stage in front of a bigger audience. Yeah. I think they work better in that kind of environment than they do in a small club. I'm sure a lot of people now would be dying to see them in that kind of yep. environment, but I think they're actually better on a bigger stage. Um, yeah, because even though they've definitely got a bit more melodic and catchy in the more recent albums, that kind of pop sound has always been there. They've always had these really big choruses and stuff like that. And that's become even more apparent uh, when you see them live in like a big, so I saw big them, venue. I saw them... Um uh, at the Metal Hammer Golden God mm. Awards. Yeah. Um, I think they were headlining, actually. Or, or it might have been Anthrax headlining. Um, but even then, it felt like what they're doing is so big and theatrical that I think they were too big for the stage. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Them doing somewhere, especially somewhere as kind of luxurious and over-the-top as Albert Hall. Oh, my yep. God, yeah. And they still have the stage like made in as well. Hell, yeah. right? Hey. Metal. So they, they definitely filled the stage uh, with their you know, performance. It was just them. There's no, <laughs> their members. But there's no support <laughs> band. Um, yeah, but sometimes you get bands that are a bit overwhelmed by massive venues. Yes. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, yeah, they, it was only Ben playing. Uh, I think they did about 24 songs. Yeah, it was about... Uh, they had an interval in the middle as well. Yeah, it was cool. about a two and a half um, hour set. They did an acoustic set like as well, well, like for a song or two. Um, yeah, I would check out the song Square Hammer if you want a good example of one of their sort of stars where sound like that's a really good catchy song probably most upbeat song about satanism yeah <laughs> uh, the main chorus is basically asking you to sort of pledge your allegiance to the devil so yeah check it out it's really upbeat though it's not what you'd expect lots of people i know who aren't into heavy metal but i've recommended uh ghost 2 i've actually really enjoyed it once yeah. i've checked out it's like dance macabre on the new album that's is, just like an 80s pop song is it yeah, that's, so yeah. that's there's even a carpenter mm. brute remix which is full-on 80s yeah. style of uh, remix yeah, so... Uh, that song, sorry. So, yeah. I would say, uh, yeah, Prequel is probably a good place to start, actually, if you're just getting into them, just because it is so much more... If you so like saxophones. The uh, Royal Albert Hall is such an incredible venue. When we went there, like, it, the, you, you kind of all have to kind of go around all the whole 360 of the building to get in, depending where you are and stuff like that. Mm. So you feel really feel the scale of it. They had a merch stand there, and they had, like, a lot of actual merch specifically for the Royal Albert Hall show. They had specifically made T-shirts oh, and cool. posters, posters and stuff like all that. Sold oh, cool. All sold out. All okay. sold out by the time we got there. Wow. I did kind all of want off. a ghoul mask for yeah. Halloween, but... Do they sell them? They, yeah. yeah they oh, really? them. I think they're quite good quality. They're obviously a plastic, I think, but they're, like, good, solid quality. But yeah. I... Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted one because it would have been a cool Halloween costume. But... Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, they uh, once uh, we were sat uh, pretty high up, um, but we had we were directly in front of the stage, mm. so we had a perfect view of everything. And like, sounds weird as you get a little bit older, but like, I can't be bothered sometimes with gigs being down in front in the pit. I know it's not the most metal thing to say. Yeah, no, I I think we've all kind of 
done that by this point. Yeah, and now exactly. I just want to kind of have a beer with my buds well, and I chill out. Well, I think with particularly with a band like Ghost, being able to sort of take in the whole yes. spectacle, uh, of, it. spectacle yeah. of it, yeah, um, it's quite nice to. Yeah, I quite like to be towards the back near the bar. That also that yeah, yeah. Also, which is where we were oh, yeah. on our seating bit. We but, um, but I also I also just like watching other people having fun and moshing and stuff like that and jumping yeah. down. It sounds kind of weird, but like it's part of the show. I like watching the audience react mm. as well to all the songs. I mean, if you want to see any of this, because we live in a modern world now, there's literally, <laughs> Speak there's literally uh, HD crowd footage of every single song and like, you can hear it all really well. Cool. Really clear. Um, but also Ghost, I'd say I've got a really good sense of humour. Um, yeah, them, that's like, a huge part all of their, All their song lyrics are pretty much about uh, evil or Satanism or people dying or... But it's like a caricature. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, and yeah, also, yeah. so there's a, they do an instrumental called Miasma, which is absolutely fantastic. So good. And it ends with an outrageous bit of saxophone but at the end of it, when, out of when, nowhere. Yeah, when Prequel came out, that was felt like it was the track everyone was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've had instrumental tracks in the past, but nothing quite as like... In this new album, they're probably about, yeah, four or five minutes long, whereas before they'd kind of be like 90 seconds of interlude mm, type yeah. things, like mood setters, where these feel like actual compositions. So uh, Miasma definitely feels like more of an 80s kind of rock one yeah. you know, with the guitar solos and stuff like that. But then right towards the end, it picks up pace. It comes out with the biggest saxophone solo. It's perfect as well. It was like it so left so field. Well. And I think it was the one thing everyone was talking about. So <laughs> I figured they were going to play it. I think I ended up just cheating and having a look at the set list online and I could see they were playing it. So when they did start, I was actually at the bar and uh, I was really afraid that they were going to have to change the barrel. I was like, come on, come on, come on. You know, they're playing out there. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, and I get these, like, I end up getting like, a couple of pints and, like, waddling back in. I was like, oh, God, I get this because I can. Oh, my God. Got comments my asthma, comments my asthma. Get back in. And from where we were stood, we could see kind of like the very back of the stage. And these two um, roadies started carrying this, like, old man. Papa Zero, a.k.a. Papa Nihil. Yeah, who's is another character who's, like, I guess the head of the anti <laughs> I think he's the original, yeah, the original yeah, Pope. He's, the, like, he's meant to be thousands of years old, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they start kind of carrying him on stage, uh, like, you would, you know, like, kind of... When you go to, like, a wedding and there's, like, the great-great-aunt there and has to be, like, carried about yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. It was that kind of thing, the carrying on stage. Helping him across the road, basically. Yeah, yeah, across, yeah. <laughs> carrying up stage very very slowly just in time the music and then he reaches the top of the stage and then as soon as he gets on top of stage he whips out his saxophone oh, under his cloak and just starts dancing around he's wearing sunglasses <laughs> and everything goes yep. like the proper sort of blues brothers sort of uh, <laughs> saxophone play. and he's so obviously miming as yeah, well it's, it's obviously <laughs> but, okay yeah, yeah. the saxophone bit is clearly playback right yeah, okay. yeah he's just literally sunglasses still in full pope regalia that's yeah. genius oh, Playing saxophone. Sorry, I just I just swallowed and got another bit of like pepper. Oh no! <laughs> but it's actually starting to go away now. Actually, oh, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. Like part of me is now thinking like, oh, it, it, yeah, I could eat the whole thing. False sense of security, though. I reckon. <laughs> reckon? Yeah. Like you're, you're like, yeah, actually, it's not that bad. Go on, have another little bite. Story, so I've on. actually not got twenty of the seeds. Yeah, it's the seeds in the membrane. It's normally the spiciest bit. Have another little bit of it. Okay. Go on, Jim. You animal. Because he's forgotten what it was like when he first ate it. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Can you watch your language, please? <laughs> okay, I got some seeds that time. Yeah, I, you, that's the hottest bit. Mm. Like a chili. Oh. Yeah, this is deeper. Yeah. <laughs> it's much deeper. <laughs> Keep talking, guys. I'll be back in a minute. This is hilarious. <laughs> it's, like that Simpsons, it's like that Simpsons episode where Homer eats the uh, Guatemalan insanity pepper. Oh, my God. We're going to go on a 
spirit vision. Yeah, gonna, he's going to be in his garden talking to a fox. I'm going to be Johnny Cash, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it'll be the voice of Gene Simmons. In the <laughs> <laughs> it's us. It wouldn't be anyone ne- nearly as cool yeah. as uh, Johnny Cash. <laughs> Your soulmate's money. <laughs> <laughs> I invented chili peppers. <laughs> I think uh, another, another point that I'd love to make about Ghost mm. is that uh, someone described them, someone online just said like, oh, you get to see this image of this band and you think, oh man, this is going to be some heavy, real dark stuff. Yeah, yeah. Way, but, but it's like, just kind of a bunch of Scooby-Doo spooky music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they do have some really heavy riffs and stuff. Though. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Um, in Cerise, there's some really yeah. awesome riffs. But it's that. kind of like, um, like Slipknot are a band that look like they sound. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, Guar look like they sound. <laughs> Guar look like they sound. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Striper the, look like they yeah, sound. Yeah, precisely. Motley Crue look like they sound. That's why I think Kiss is a good example because yeah. I remember, I think in the 70s, people, there was lots of rumours going around that they were Satanists and stuff. Which Night, is, uh, Nights in Satan Service. Yeah, yeah Nights in Satan um, Service. Kids in Satan Service as well. Yeah, hilarious yeah. to think about now in retrospect because yeah. obviously... It's just because they put the um, little dots in between the letters on the first album. Oh, just, right. Just stylized yeah. the same way that you've got like, the metal, um, metal umlaut. You're right. <laughs> well, like in, mo- like in Motorhead, where Motorhead, your man yeah. doesn't actually do it. Motorhead. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, my uh, iPhone actually, cor- every time you type in Motorhead, it auto corrects it and puts an umlaut out in there. Really? Yeah. Was that in the latest update? I uh, hope so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 7.0. One yeah, of the key selling points was the, uh, the latest uh, Apple convention. I was going to get some milk. <laughs> funny <for> the umlaut. <laughs> Did you know that Motley Crue, pronounced correctly, is Moodley Crue? <laughs> yeah, probably actually. Yeah, Moodley. I'm not surprised. They probably don't realise that. No, I'd put uh, money on that. Just for a look cool, man. You think Tommy Lee knows what it's oh, called? G- Jim's, Jim's gone straight for the bottle. Chuck him. Just remember, if you drink four pints of milk straight down, you do projectile vomit. Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll get that on the cast as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a very specific reason Lewis knows that as well. Yes, we well, did you've it. Done that. We did it for a music video. Oh, which video was that? Uh, Redemption. With the, co- the coloured milk, wasn't it? We poured a bunch of black food dye into this milk. I need more milk. <laughs> no, it's fine. Take it with you, dude. Yeah, yeah this is your house. I don't know why you're not just uh, just recording a bit more. So you get a bit of visuals for this episode because he's now just keeping the milk with him. The milk. The milk. You might have heard that. You might have felt yeah. that through the microphones. That was. Uh... There it is. There's the milk. Also, the lights in here keep dimming. But you don't know. I, I think we're summoning something. We're talking yeah. about ghosts eating <laughs> Carolina Reef. We said the word Satan multiple times. <laughs> <It's> only, <laughs> and also, I did light those black candles just before. Uh, <laughs> so, Jim, how would you say you feel now? Oh. The opposite of how, is it the opposite of how ghosts makes you feel? It's just like this constant... I imagine this is what it's like. It's like hemorrhoids for your mouth. <laughs> that's brilliant. I think that's, that's, that's on the packet. Uh, the <laughs> thing is, though, this is what you were like when you first tried it and you forgot. And yeah, you've done it again to yourself. It's just like it, because I had some of the seeds, it's even more uncomfortable now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like I just need anything to distract me. I'm, I think I'm going to end up drinking all of that. I don't want to. No, uh, you'd be I'm all right. Vomit. I've pretty much listened to nothing but ghosts since. <laughs> this, was such a, as well. this was such a good idea to go and eat a thing that will make me so uncomfortable I can't talk on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, audio format. <laughs> oh, it's fucking stupid. So, one of the things reminds me of um, uh, Cultaholic who are a wrestling YouTube channel and do a podcast as well. And they do a, uh, every month when there's an event, they'll have to do predictions. Okay. And if whoever gets the predictions wrong, or whoever, yeah, loses, um, basically they have a challenge for them. Mm. And this month's challenge was that someone had to be stuck in a room 24-7, or 24 hours even, with something really smelly. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> they haven't decided what it was yet. So they haven't said what it is yet. No, we're still working yeah. out what it is. Jeez. But it, the chart, yeah, if you're a Patreon member, you can just go and vote. 
Everyone voted for it to be locked in a room with something smelly for oh 20, God. 24 hours. Uh, have you heard this business? Talking of bad smells, uh, we, I think we've mentioned once before about Post Malone smelling really bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 almost definitely. Uh, so his... <laughs> Has he See, washed? Uh, no. Um, um, no, he said, in his own words, he said, I smell good. I won't wear any deodorant or anything, but I have a musk. Uh, his tour oh. manager has just quit <laughs> due to the smell. No and he's, way. He's come out and he describes it as, he says, and this is an exact quote. He said, Post Malone smells like cat piss, expired milk and mouldy cheese that's been sitting out in the heat. Oh. <laughs> and that's only worked for him on a yeah. regular basis. And he says it's been causing people on the tour, uh, the tour bus driver almost crashed. <laughs> what? And he said that everyone's getting headaches from, from the smell of Post Malone. <laughs> Surely that must be awful for him as well. I mean, I know some people get used to their own smell, but he's making a lot of money though. Everyone likes their own brand. Yeah, I think when when you when you smell that bad, but you're that successful, is there you a reason is, he's you can buy people who like the smell of you? <laughs> is, there, is there a reason he's not, you know, looking after himself? He doesn't uh, need to. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, he's like what? He's like 21, 22? He's pretty young. He's so 23. I, I, 23 I, years old. I washed at 23. I don't mean that. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, <laughs> I think it's an age thing. But but he's he's also incredibly successful with Norman Foy telling him you should fucking wash. <laughs> I bet Orson Welles washed. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I bet he wasn't walking around getting people fired because he smelled bad. <laughs> That's why, never, that's, that's why he never got to finish Magnificent Ambersons. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he was too bad. bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, one thing that Ghost didn't do at the Royal Albert Horse Show, which they did at Bloodstock, which I really liked, was uh, when they, they always end a set on a song called Monstrous Clock. And at the end of it, they uh, it's like a kind of got a choir vibe where everyone's just singing, come together for Lucifer's Son. And at the Bloodstock show, cool. yep. they, um, they got... Uh, a crowd of like they got at first it was a choir of children who were all ghost fans all came out in t-shirts so awesome. doing that bit then they had probably about 20 nuns all come down with communion wine and wafers that's and amazing the fr- and they were on the front row they were giving a wafer and oh, communion wine so cool <laughs> yeah every West band I just love um, also just to um, sort of back up a point I made at the talking about the Iron Maiden show yeah um, again I would say at Ghost nearly everyone was wearing uh, ghost t-shirts yeah. Uh, there. So I think the absolute nonsense, unwritten rule uh, of, oh, you can't wear um, a band's t shirt to their own gig. Yeah. Presumably because they'll band or find out what you like them. I don't know what that's <laughs> about. I think they'd be grateful that you spent a dollar or two. Yeah. Dollar oh, or you're wearing yeah. it. I made yeah. Exactly. But I think finally the tide's turning on that, I'm hoping. And I mean, I, the only reason I didn't wear mine is because I didn't wash it in time. Idiot. Well, yeah. think maybe that's just like something that bands that can't sell merch have tried to make cool. <laughs> oh, maybe. Like, we can't afford like to the make local a scene. You know, our fans are the coolest because none of them own our merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, You're not a fan if you've bought a t shirt. <laughs> yeah, uh, God, what else? What, I don't know what else to say about Ghost. Other than that, like, they just, it's, right now, they're like an all consuming thing for me. Like, yep. I absolutely yeah, love that you guys band. Really been on yeah, the yeah, yeah, really. you? It's yeah. like because nothing is quite scratching that itch as well. Um, they're super unique. Yeah, yeah. Like they do. You can you can tell their influences. They sound a bit like a mix of this and that. Yeah. You know, like we said earlier. But they sound like Ghost. Yeah, exactly. You know, and there's no one else doing that right now. Precisely. I I do look forward to like all the waves of like record label signing bands yeah. that could be like Ghost mm. knockoff spook. <laughs> we need a mushroom head to uh, slip not, so. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, sensitive subject. I did I tell you. Uh, I saw uh, I saw Mushroom Head live in the last like twelve months. So so different to like, any other gigs because any go to any rock show, the bands just basically come on stage when they come on stage. You might have intro music, thing like that. 
Um, but with uh, this ICP show, they had a hype man who looked in, he looks like he was in his like mid fifties, but dressed like how he thinks people into hip hop dress. Uh, so he had like this all white kind of like oversized tracksuit and like bling Amazing. hanging off. Was it Warren B? <laughs> Warren B and Bullworth. Yeah. It was that kind of vibe. Uh, and he kind of came on and every, before every artist, he would like hype them up a little bit. And it was a weird mix of a show because I would say there was probably six bands or artists all together, free hip hop, free rock. So it was like a sort of like okay. crossover thing. Uh, but before Mushroom Head, I was like, are they going to mention it? Because every time you hear anything about Mushroom Head, you get the Slipknot comparisons and how much they resent them, how much they think Slipknot like ripped off their sound and their style and all this stuff. And so the guy comes out and he says, these guys are the originators. I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. No. Like, yeah, you know, these guys have influenced so many people. In fact, so many other bands have ripped them off. And the crowd starts booing. And I'm like, you fucking hypocrites. You would be eating this up if you were a Slipknot show. You, <laughs> yeah. you guys all love Slipknot. Like, shut your filthy mouths. Um, and also, I feel like, say, Alice Cooper, Kiss, other people would have, would have a word about who ripped off who in yeah. theatrical styles. So um, they come on and I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, okay, here's the reason why Slipknot are a bigger band than Mushroomhead. Slipknot can write good songs. <laughs> like, Mushroomhead didn't have good songs and that's why they never got as big as Slipknot. Simple as that. It wasn't about gimmick infringement or like who stole no. the, the look or anything simply who stole the talent yeah, who stole the talent. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Slipknot were able to write really good songs and Mushroomhead did not write good songs and that's kind of what I'm curious about Ghost as well because they've had like the lawsuit with like ex-members as well yeah uh, and it seems every time a band really does make it that big you've always got that kind of voice in the background or someone who kind of appears out of nowhere to start saying oh, no. money yeah these yeah. guys are a rip-off or i'm the genius behind this yeah i think it's next month they decide on the because the trial's over now but they're making okay. a decision next month yeah um but it's definitely not cut and dry uh mm. i think the, the band members might have a point with some of it as well yeah it's quite interesting um, um, and this is, is the thing it's mainly well. to get um the person who plays papa emeritus to open up the books um, uh, okay to see whether ghosts have made a profit and whether they should be... Yeah. Yeah, because I think it very much is a solo project now, and he has everyone on contracts, etc. Yeah. But I think maybe when he first started, it wasn't quite as clear-cut, and like, maybe yeah. one of the other members came up with the idea of Papa Emeritus. Yeah. Um, so it's weird. I don't think it's necessarily, like, full-on hatred or anything, or, like... Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think either party's in the wrong. I think it's just a very messy... It's, it's interesting, because um, there was uh, someone apparently was able to scientifically prove which Beatle wrote uh, In My Life, because that's the song which has always been a lot of contention between John Lennon, or at least at the time when he was still alive, John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Well, no one could remember who yeah, wrote it. Yeah, neither one of them could remember. Yeah, yeah. It? It was just, but it was, I think that was Paul's, or I think that was yeah, John's. They could, <laughs> yeah, I think they, they were both like, no, it was definitely more me, or no, it was more you, but uh, they were never able to really sort of sell it, and I think it's been a topic of conversation between a lot of Beatle fans for a while, and apparently this guy literally just like, to create an algorithm to work out various like types of melody lyrical patterns yeah okay um yeah no because that's i do think i think like in a lot especially the beatles are a real good example yeah because they all have such different writing styles that yeah. for the most part you can you know you can hear this track and be like oh that's john lennon yeah like you obla know. d obla da <clears throat> is clearly a paul mccartney song so, yeah it's yeah, so yeah, paul no way McCartney. yeah him. whereas rocking the... raccoon is clearly a paul mccartney yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whereas uh, the ballad of john and yoko is clearly a george harrison joint <laughs> 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 but um yeah uh and apparently he said using this algorithm he could prove of like 89 percent success that actually in my life was written by john lennon <laughs> 
I'd like it if it turned out it was like Robert Plant or somebody. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> he just came in for like a guest session. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, I, I, it is all that's... I, I can't, it kind of makes me sad that the lawsuit stuff all came out of Ghost. Not because I think, like, say, Tobias Forge, who is, you know, the the man behind... Spoilers. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, behind it now. Alleg- allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. They get very funny on the uh, subreddit for Ghost. You have to use initials and stuff. Really? If you, well, mainly for the ghouls, I think. I think it's pretty oh, obvious. okay. But they still say TF and stuff. Yeah. But um, they... Uh, Trademark. Trade, yeah. <laughs> Which, even though he's gone publicly and said that he is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's been interviewed. He, yeah. But he never shows his face in interviews, yeah. really, even though they know it's him. But yeah. um, I like that he's kind of still keeping it going. I think you can... You still have some mystery to it, but yeah, I, I I loved it when no one knew who the band was. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. I mean, a lot of the members are still uh, the current members are quite um, unknown as well. Yeah, still, like it's. But um, then I know that between seeing them over the course of the year, mm. some of that lineups changed because they had and a. He's had the same drummer now for two or three. Yeah, because the they had they had a woman playing bass mm. at, um, at Bloodstock, and it was definitely a guy on the bass. Oh time. yeah, the, the uh, men and women get different styles of uh, yeah, funeral masks as well, yeah, which is really exactly. cool. Um, but yeah, it's just because you don't get that kind of mystery too much these days because it's so easy, just you know, internet everything, just to sort of pick everything apart. Mm. Well, uh, and I really liked the fact that this band could go online, and they did for you know two going on three albums mm-hmm. without anyone really knowing who they were. You know, yeah. I, I loved that. Did about they replace it. a singer? Did they not? There was, yeah. Uh, there I mean, was, clearly didn't his voice is the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he sounds quite part, different between the first and the gimmick, last album. But that's that's part of the fun is when they it's like oh announcing we've got a new singer again and it's the same guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> especially, when they, especially when the old one gets like dragged off stage, you know, <laughs> yeah. the tour and stuff. But um, there was a band not too long ago, a couple of years ago, uh, called Iceman Thesis. Um, I remember, yeah, they did about them. basically did that whole kind of shtick so no one knew who they were Mm. it was all I know who they are actually Um, it was all like a big secret Um, and they came out with one song everyone's faces are covered um, and the whole point was that they don't exist yeah Yeah. that you know you shouldn't be focused on who people are and the whole the internet was kicking off over it everyone wants to know like, oh I think the singer might be there was like Corey Taylor this guy this guy I think guitarist this guy and they released this one song and then they sent a, I think it was like a mannequin to the Krang officers. Yeah. Uh, I think it had like a noose or something around, something like that. <laughs> um, and it just said, Iceman Thesis is dead. And they put out this statement basically being like, you shouldn't care about this. You should yeah. just support, if you think a song is good, you should support that song, that artist. It doesn't matter about the celebrity. Yeah, if rock, yeah. Rock and metal. Or if it's, yeah. it doesn't matter, does it, if you don't know who. Rock and metal's not about the celebrity. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Obviously it has them. And like I just said, the eighties, yeah, Tell absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but that's, that's a huge part of it. Um, but and that was a really good example. Well, Kiss did the competition where you could, if you remember the fan club, the Kiss Army, you could uh, enter a contest to get sent photos, headshots of all the band members so you could actually see what they look like um, without the paint. That's genius. Yeah. yeah. So they did this huge competition, a lot of publicity for it. This person, the winner, uh, got sent the uh, an envelope with uh, sign, you know, signed for it uh, with the um, photos in it. But the photos were designed or uh, printed so that when they were exposed to light for too long, they would actually just like fade out. Amazing. So you could see their faces for a bit, but before you could give it to is anyone that else, real? Yeah, yeah. Before you could give it to anyone else, before you could publish the uh, pictures or anything like that. 
they would effectively be disintegrated so that you wouldn't be able to, or overexposed so that you wouldn't be able to see what they looked like. I again. thought you were going to say it was photos of just random people. Yeah. How would they know? Oh yeah, yeah, precisely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually like. Well, it could have been because, like, yeah. well, why, I guess, yeah. Why, why would you even risk it? Yeah. It's amazing work. You wouldn't be able to document. Like now, you'd be able to document that through video or yeah. When precisely. You're like, Hi guys, YouTube channel here. <laughs> I would absolutely love them to develop that technology for photographers on nights out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You can see yeah. me do this thing for two hours and then it's gone. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think I set my like Facebook to like absolute priority. Like, do not tag me. <laughs> Speaking of which, we now have a Facebook page up and running. Yeah. Uh yeah, so uh we are was it slowly we rock, isn't it? Just yeah. on Facebook. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. Come give us a like and give us a follow. Um we appreciate we've got quite a few people who've uh, joined up so far and you might be seeing a little bit more of us online. I think we're trying to get our online presence going. So I think um, what we want to do with the the Facebook more than anything, because it is still a really good platform for kind of like group discussion. Yeah. Uh, I think Instagram's really good for kind of like one-to-one question answer type yeah. thing. But Facebook, you can generally have a big group discussion. So if anyone wants to come in, just chat some yeah, shit with us. Yeah, if there's anything you want to hear us talk about, um, we might even start putting some polls up over bands, albums, anything like that. Things um, you want us to cover. Things you want us to cover. Yeah, yeah. you don't want us to cover. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> if, there's any, if there's any 80s rock band you're sick of hearing about, then uh, yeah, we'll make sure we don't talk about it we anymore. We promise nothing. Who's yeah. your favourite member of the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> really good-natured stuff. There's not yeah. really any issues. Um, yeah, <laughs> then uh, let us know. Um, we've also got a Twitter, which, yeah, is... That one is, like, quite... Yeah. Tweet us as well. Get get involved. Like, oh, however you want to get in touch with us, just do we it. Read but yeah. everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But because um, not much does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, fa- Facebook is definitely the one if you want to uh, if you want to reach us and engage with us uh, and let us know what you think of the podcast. I actually I don't know if I went over this in the last episode. Did I go over? It? I think it was a correction. I think I must have gone over it. I thought like we had a couple of corrections for this week's episode. Throw up, throw me that correction. Well, now. I had a correction from a family member. Uh, oh God, do you know what? I don't think I've covered it with you. Okay, right, cool. I'm gonna. So, we, I, I hate that we now have an official omission section. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, why we? I don't know why we started. This I in thought we were infallible. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so we were talking about. Um, we so we were we were talking about like you know uh, what got us into like a lot of rock and metal music. I think at one point and like I think we talked about how you know whether it was like our parents who got us into the music and yeah, stuff like that yeah. so i think i mentioned that, like <laughs> your parents disowned you because of it well here we go <laughs> so so i i, I never me- had a son so i mentioned on air that um my parents weren't to the best of my knowledge like they weren't the biggest rock fans and they definitely weren't metal heads uh and that there were some music we listened to but not loads yeah so uh i get this message from my mum uh, on WhatsApp saying, or you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jim. How mom. dare you say your mum and dad went into rock? Uh, your dad was and still is Finn Lizzy, David Bowie, T Rex, just some of the bands I used to listen to, along with the Buzzcocks and the Stranglers. Is it amazing? How very dare you? <laughs> then I was like, I'm uh, on your mum's side here. This is, yeah. Th- you, then, I, then I said, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I liked the next episode's corrections. She said, uh, I just didn't think you were into metal or hard rock. But thanks for listening, Mum. Uh, to which she replied, Sabbath, Electric Orchestra, <laughs> The Doors, oh, so I Love good. The Who, Led Zeppelin, Velvet Underground. I love punk rock. <laughs> it's incredible. So, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So, I hope you apologised to your mum. I did. I know that I apologised to my mum, but I also apologising on air now. So when yeah, she good. listens, yeah, she'll know. Say it. But also, say it. Mum. I am really sorry for doubting 
your love of rock and metal and that you weren't an influence on my taste in music as well. You were obviously a big influence and I appreciate that and I love you dearly. You're the best Aww. man. So I invited her on an episode. I said, do you want to come on an episode sometime when you die in Bristol? She was like, no, I'm too old for that. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Uh, always welcome. Yeah, corrections. Turns out, yeah, your mum is actually always right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mum's always yeah. right for most That's part. That's the thing. Yeah. And um, yeah. whilst we're on it, I... I didn't really want to bring the mood down yeah, too much. Yeah, oh, do it. I do. Uh, it's so it's, since we last since we last recorded, what was the last episode we put out? Last episode we put out God was equals Rod because we, we, we do like two weeks, or whatever. Guess who's yeah. Rovers. So uh, <laughs> since then, I, some information came to light, and it's on a I, not a day goes by where I don't. It's just been strung to get out of bed. It's really, really hit me. Oh God! Um, tell me, tell me. So when we were talking about dads uh, demanding glasses that match the beer, yeah. Um, look, I'm just I'm just gonna say it. I ref- yeah. I referred to my friend Gaz, who I do hold dear to my heart. I referred to him as a barman. Mm-hmm. Well, so just saying his words, it kills me. I'm sorry. He's actually informed me that he was general manager. <laughs> Of a bar, yeah, and uh, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry, get like, Melms, you've you've known this as well. How have you been holding up? I've not slept well. Was it? Gaz? I'm glad we're getting it out. I'm glad we're clearing it out. Can, can I just ask? Was it Gaz who saying Gaz who supplied these? Yeah. Oh fuck He's that dude. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, Gaz, general manager. The world to know. <laughs> Hopefully, Lewis just will teach you the fact check before you just say stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, you know, before we know, it, people, people are going to start. People are going to start calling us. Yeah, fake news podcast, and yeah. that's absolutely not what we are. We are sad. Slowly we roll. Yeah. <laughs> Failing podcast. Slowly we roll. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just about recovered from that chili, so I'm probably ready for another bite no. now. So you <laughs> <laughs> down the hatch. Fair You're play. Like, again, another Simpsons thing. It's like when Homer has that sandwich he keeps eating. Like, <laughs> he found it like down the back of a radiator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did only buy this yesterday though, so it's he's, he's pointing to milk. Well. Yeah, yeah, I'm pointing the milk. Yeah, it's pretty much half empty now. Uh, you can take this other one and like burn it, maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna do something with it. Yeah, I'm sure. vape it. <laughs> 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 there is amazing footage of a guy vaping California reefers. Online. Really? Oh god, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Some guy just smokes one in like a sort of, I guess, a crack pipe type device. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I don't know why. I just yeah. turning, I mean, yeah. these things do bring out the worst in me. But also, yeah. turning, turning it into smoke, you're basically weaponizing it at that point. <laughs> is that like mustard powder? Yeah, not powder, spray. gas even. Mustard powder is mustard. Pepper spray. I might keep the 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 end of this and actually use it in a chili. To see what happens. Yeah. 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 Why not? That's good use. Yeah. Melt a spoon, mate. Oh. <laughs> oh. um, I didn't even hear that. <laughs> right, don't worry about yeah. it. It wasn't that good. Um, anyway. yeah. <laughs> so, all this talk of ghost yes. and stuff, um, just head, heading back that way. Oh, cool, yeah. Um, I just wanted to quickly put to you guys, because I've, I've been listening to a lot of um, orchestral stuff in that recently, mm. um, and then kind of binged a bit of SM with Metallica. Great collaboration. Ooh, great album. Incredible. We mentioned Kiss as well, they did an amazing symphony album. Deep Purple did one at the Royal Albert Hall. I have not heard that. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think Ghost would work really well with that. Are there any bands that you guys think would are just dying to have an orchestra? Oh, good question. Or, or more precisely, we're dying for them for to, them have, to an have an orchestra. For them to have an orchestra, yeah. yeah. That is a really good question. 
Um, Thanks, man. Blind Guardian did have already done one of those orchestral oh, cool. albums. Yeah, I can see that one. Yeah. Which um, sounds pretty huge. In fact, the the most obvious band which haven't done it, which is Iron Maiden. Maiden, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. I'd love to hear ACDC with an orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. Oh my god! <laughs> I really Pat- fill that space. Apparently, they have like a new album done with Axel. No, with Brian Johnson. What? What? Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. So is he just not touring with them anymore? I have or... no idea. Apparently um, they've got like an album. Who's in, even in, in that band there. anymore at this point? Angus. It's just Angus. Yeah. 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 It's pretty sad. Lot, all the love for ACDC. That's what I mean. I mean, it's sad that he's the only one. Yeah. I, th- I just think maybe it's time to, to end that one. I, I think, yeah. You, I think you can put a full stop on that and call it a career. Yeah. yeah it's a pretty oh, good one. Yeah. yeah. I've never <laughs> seen them, but I don't know if I'd want to see them when it's just Angus and... Uh, what about if it was Angus mm. and the Berlin Philharmonic? Yeah, just oh, the two nice. of them. Yeah. Just the two of them, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Iron Maiden seemed like the obvious one. It's weird that they've not done it yet. But yeah. also, it, it was one of those things which almost became risk of being a bit cliche as well at one point. I think that's why they haven't. I think yeah. Bruce said that they don't... I think it was something about that being a gimmick. But then with Iron Maiden's I think like, de- gimmicks, like Eddie and stuff yeah. like that, I think it would just be an amazing combo. I do as well. I'd it, love to see that. I think it depends also how you do it. So one of the things which I think works so well about uh, Metallica's S&M is the fact that Michael Kamen, RIP in power, actually, um, he wrote arrangements. Yes. It's not just copying the music. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Whereas I think with Kiss is Alive and Symphonic Album, um, I think it just copies the... No. Doesn't does not? No, there's, there's oh, loads wow. of embellishment. Yeah, you always get that. Um, another great one as well, Scorpions. Oh, really? Oh, um, I've heard that one. I've checked that out. I kind of only ever want them to start... Um, like, there's this huge intro going into Rocky Like a Hurricane is the first track. Yeah. Mm. Um, which, at that point, I'd be furious if they played that first. <laughs> it's like, well, I've got to wait around here for another two hours. <laughs> well, if they did... Uh, no, if plus they that did... wins a change at the end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, if they did that straight after. <laughs> yeah. And, and then no, no one, one like, like you, you to finish yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they do this huge build-up into that song. And then when it kicks in with Rocky Like a Hurricane, it is huge I'll, sh- I'll show you when we finish yeah, recording, but oh, listeners honestly. definitely check that out speaking of Maiden I've just suddenly remembered I, I should have mentioned this at the start of the podcast I guess but uh, I was in London yeah too late now I'm straight your mouth I was in London <laughs> last weekend for a podcast festival and I was like it was near King's Cross Station and on one evening outside there was uh, an instrumental band doing just busking basically right except which is fine they did a, when I walked past on the way to the, the, the festival thing they were doing some Beatles covers on the way back out they were doing they were doing the trooper, cool, but without a singer. Oh, <laughs> and, if you, and if you know the trooper, if you, if you haven't heard it for some reason, listen to it. It's quite a staccato song, though. Isn't but it? basically, a lot of the song is um, bada bum bum, and then silence while Bruce and then Bruce will be singing. But because there was no singer in this instrumental band, it was just silence. Well, this is actually bada bum bum. But bum bum. It was the weirdest thing because it, 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 there was no vocals to fill in that blank space. Or maybe they were just really optimistic and they were just hoping that like there was a crowd at that point would. Take they were the really song good. They it. sounded really good, yeah. but it was just a really bizarre choice for uh, a, a band with no singer. Yeah, I, I mean, like in Maiden's uh, parts, so they've got the guitar harmonies and everything. Yeah, it's very very. Yeah, you know, there's a lot going on. It's very varied in that. But when it yeah. is just the verses, they're but, usually using one of three chords. Well, most other songs you'd be alright, I think. But that one's in particular. <laughs> I would say yeah, it's probably the worst it choice. Without anything yeah. behind him, really. <laughs> so yeah, that was quite an uh, interesting one. Um, I'll tell you a band who I don't think they did it with an orchestra. I think they did it with. I'm just going to double check the uh, the albums. Uh, Satyricon 
put out an album. I don't know. I'm trying to work out what, with, a, with an orchestra. I don't think it was an orchestra. I think it was a. I'm just looking for it now. Live oh. at the Opera. Here we go. Yeah, they actually did it with a. I'm trying to find out who exactly it was. Um, oh, the chorus of Norwegian opera and ballet. Cool. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's like black metal with a. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, with an op- like opera thing, opera chorus. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. That sounds awesome. Um. Yeah. A friend of mine recommended it to me. Uh. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's worth a listen. Yeah. I think, uh, another great one as well, Dream Theater. But Dream Theater would be interesting one, but like they've done it. They've they already done it. Yeah. Um, what songs? Because some of those songs, like once it gets into one instrumental bits, it gets real fiddly. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be in. I that's interesting to think of a. You almost op- would have think it would be scenes from Memory Live. Yeah. Um, and then that would, it would, that would be interesting. I believe it was. It was a lot of. Uh, no, it's called Score, which is genius. Oh yeah. 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 Um, and it's it's a great track list. Under uh, a Glass Moon with orchestra. Yeah. Oh, that's a great song. I, I, I'll have a slice of that. I, I, I struggle to, mm. to keep up with a lot of... Like, commodity. Because every Dream Theater album, like I mean, they put out like a live album afterwards. Yes. And I always struggle to keep up with what they're doing. I'm really behind on them. I, I think at one point we may have to talk about their last album, Be Astonishing, uh, which only came yes. out a couple of years ago, but it's like the concept album, which is exactly the same plot as the cartoon Oscars Orchestra. <laughs> And also, oh yeah, also, we do, amazing. Also, we will rock you. And right? also, we will rock you. Yeah, yeah, yeah precisely. And also, Footloose. Yeah, a, a dark future where music is banned, and one man discovers the power of music and uses it to unite people to overthrow an oppressive regime that hates music. I, uh, I love the idea of Footloose as well. Like, it's coming into a board meeting. Like, we need to write a film. It's like, what about there's this town where dancing is banned? How do you guess, enforce? Guess that? what they're doing? They're fucking dancing. Yeah. <laughs> How do, you, how, do you, how do they enforce that in the movie? I've never seen Footloose. Have you not? No. They remade it as well, like, yeah. in last, years ago. Last but with the same plot, so it wasn't just an 80s thing. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, there's an amazing uh, bit in Footloose, if I remember correctly, where Kevin Bacon and whoever else is in it are playing chicken. Is John Lithgow? John Lithgow's in it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I imagine um, he hates the dancing. Oh, he hates dancing. Yeah. Good God, does he hate dancing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But they're playing chicken in, like, bulldozers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, um, <laughs> a foot, like a modern-day Footloose, even if you can get over the concept of, like, somehow banning dancing, makes more sense because in, like, 2018, you know, there's, like, way more CCTV characters. It's easier to, like, survey people than it would have been in, like, the 1980s. So you could actually have it so that if someone got caught on CCTV, like you know, tap dancing or something. Actually, you could actually have like, you know, a, a paddy wagon turn up and throw them in the back or something. But I don't know how you would enforce that in the 1980s. They're not sure why what? they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, Footloose, thinking about it, should have been set in the future. Exactly. Yeah. In a world, like, we will rock you in a world that is like kind of got rid of this and that and blah, blah, blah. You don't really have to explain it why. It would be such hard word to get rid of music. <laughs> I don't know where you would start. Uh, oh, black lace. I swear. Yeah. Like, do, you, well. do, you, do you ban humming? I mean, um, where do you draw the line? There's nothing as well. Like uh, <laughs> the character, um, Kevin Bacon's character in Footloose, is raised in. Oh, okay, he's raised in Chicago. Kevin which Bacon. has a great music. Yeah, the guy but, from uh, Friday Thirteenth. Fat guy. No, yeah. Kevin Bacon, who's from X Men. Kevin Bacon from Animal House. But no, no, no. Ke- Kevin Bacon from The Woodsman. No, I don't know. No, no, bizarre. Kevin, Kevin Bacon, Bacon from TV adverts. No, for no. Apollo 13. I know he had, there's that small actor who had the part in Friday 13th. <laughs> um, 
But I haven't seen him or anything else because well, he died in that one anyway. He got a, Kevin Bacon in he Hollow got Man. A thing through the back of the neck. So Hollow Man. Well, you know, but he died in Friday Thirteenth. So I don't really know. That's a really good point. Oh, <laughs> how we could have carried on. Now I don't want to break this to you, but Friday Thirteenth movies are in fact movies, not documentaries. Prove it. <laughs> that's that's why we never. Arrested. Have you met anyone from those films? <laughs> that's why we never arrested Jason, even though they caught him on camera doing it many times. So he is supernatural as well. So how do you stop him? In fact, last sorry, I heard, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. He's only supernatural from about the sixth one onwards. But last I heard, the, 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 last I heard, he was in the future and the police couldn't follow him. Back. He is a well. Just uh, how long have we got left? Right. What is Jason? Spoiler alert for the first film: His mum is the killer. Yeah. Because he drowned in a lake. He then somehow is still alive in the second one and ages from 10 to about... Well, he's, he's either been in cryostasis for a while because he died in the 50s as a boy, but he's now a full-grown man. But then, basically, eventually, they give him supernatural powers and it turns out it's some kind of hell worm. What? Controlling him. Um, what? Yeah. yeah, and it, basically, in Jason Goes to Hell, it's him possessing other people. And using their bodies to kill people. Because if you eat his heart, you become him. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's an hour. Doesn't that happen in one that of them? Yeah, because that's yeah. that one. Because Jason, it's called Jason Goes to Hell because they bought the rights to the characters, but not the title Friday 13th. So they weren't allowed to use okay. it. Which I think <laughs> right. might be why it's Jason X as well. Does he literally go to hell? Uh, yeah, well, the final shot is um, Jason's mask in, yeah. it, in hell. And then Freddy's claw comes up. Right. Which is, which which is a really cool shot. It is a really cool ending, but that film is, uh, Freddy, that film is terrible. And so is the uh, <laughs> Freddy vs. Jason. Is it the same way that like, the idea of in Predator 2 seeing the xenomorph skull cool. just is the coolest concept? Cool. Then they you went and made it, the movie. Yeah. Also, just... Also, there's a bit where you see in Predator 3, like the, the one with Adrian Brody, you see yeah. like Robocop's helmet. Brilliant. No, no. Or Terminator Skull. No, you didn't. I believe okay. it. Okay. Uh, uh, Mad yeah. Max's car is also in there, <laughs> in the background. <laughs> yeah, also, uh, just on this weird tangent we've now gone on, originally it was going to be Josh uh, Voorhees, uh, not, not Jason. Mm. Um, so you'd have got Freddy versus Josh. <laughs> I learned that from another podcast. Um, Freddy vs. Josh 13th. is a Nickelodeon yeah. show about <laughs> yeah. a nerd and a jock in a high school yeah. who are both after the same girl. But yeah, so it would have been. But yeah, I got that from another podcast about Freddy 13th. But yeah, interesting. That is absolutely I, amazing. I, Josh, I don't think I've ever. What, apart from. No, do you know what Friday the 13th movie I've seen? Yeah. Jason X. Jesus That's the Christ. only one really? I've watched. It's a brilliant series finish. because there is, I think, 10 or 11 in the main series. Uh, number four is called The Final Chapter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, of this, song, of this volume. You know, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it's like trade paperbacks. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The first two are excellent in particular, actually. Yes. Those films. And then they vary a bit. But by six, he's coming back to life after being struck by lightning and stuff like that. So it's, Science. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Yeah, but in like the first four, there's a weird continuity where he's just really badly injured after the last film. Okay. And then keeps going. Was, yeah, it's they're worth like, watching. They're yeah. really good, really good gory uh, effects from Tom Savini in the first one. So. Nice. Sweet, sweet, sweet. There you go. Well, there you go. Bit, <laughs> bit of a tangent there. I think that's what we basically do. That is this podcast. But we'll be, this one will be coming out in October, I think. So, yeah. <gasps> oh, Ooh. that's a good point. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Which means the next one you listen to will be a Halloween. Oh, yeah. yeah that's oh. my ghost voice. we got to do that a Halloween good. special. Incredible. Let's get thinking what we want to do for a Halloween special. All right. Absolutely. That'll okay. be exciting. Yeah. We can put together. Oh, uh, no. Okay. Fine. If you want me to watch horror stuff, and <laughs> I will. <laughs> Okay, I might have a little idea about that. Oh. And it's to fill the market of what it's missing, which is Halloween songs. Oh, not, not Halloween songs, yeah. <laughs> you know what I was about to play. <laughs> yeah, if, it, if there's one thing missing from rock and metal, it's like the occult 
yeah. <laughs> serial killers, <laughs> monsters, demons, true crime. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not been done before. No, well, it's my yeah. representation. We'll do, <laughs> we'll do sa- instead of Gamergate, we'll do Satangate. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Not enough yeah. songs stop, about Satan. Stop putting real music. feelings in metal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys. Uh, metal, satanic again. Yeah, there we go. We can get those hats on. On we go, yeah. Guys, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, thank um, you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, this is, I was saying, it's a bit of a, a random one, but yeah. uh, other than me eating a chili and talking about ghosts, we don't really have much of a plan. But uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Uh, as we said earlier, we've got uh, our Facebook page up and running. So uh, give us a like, give us a share, get chatting to us. Honestly, like every when we post something, if you just hit that share button, it just it really does make a difference. Yeah, yeah. if you like what you hear, give us a review on iTunes as well. Yeah, that even if, even if you're just posting share, a share button and saying, this is shit. That's okay. At least, you know, just get it out there for the people to know. Only review us on iTunes if you like us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't want to waste you know, your time, do you? iTunes, you need us five stars, guys, so please, yeah. Please respect um, that. But, but um, yeah, Instagram as well, obviously. Instagram, Twitter, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, thank you for listening, uh, and we will be back very soon with another episode. Yeah, baby. Woo. Thank you. And bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Ciao. Bye.